Our Lord Jesus Christ walked into a village called Nain. There he encountered a funeral procession. There was a widow taking out her son who had passed away and she was taking him out for burial. She was weeping. We can imagine her sadness. Loss creates an incredible amount of pain and sadness. There is all kinds of loss that people experience, but they say that none can be as hard as the loss of a child, no matter what age that child may be. And so this widow is taking her son out to be buried, and she runs into Jesus with a funeral procession, who looks at her as she's weeping, as she's crying, and says, weep not. And then he goes over to the young man laying on the funeral bier, and he says, young man, I say unto you, arise. And the man is brought back to life. Imagine that widow, the surprise, the joy, the elation, the wonderment at what had just happened. You imagine that she would have been kind of overwhelmed as well as all of the villagers that were there at that time that had gathered together for the funeral procession and had gathered together for the burial. Now we know this is a foreshadowing because Mary, the mother of God, we often don't think about this, but she too was a widow. Joseph the betrothed, St. Joseph, had passed away before Jesus had begun his public ministry around 30 years of age. That's why we don't see him in the Gospels after Christ is fully grown. And there she is, and we see her at the cross. And we imagine her pain, and we hear it in the Holy Week services. How she ripped at her hair. How she lamented her son on the cross. How she experienced that horrible pain seeing him there. She says, how, my son, could this happen to you? And yet today is a feast day of great joy. And today is the feast day where we remember her funeral. Today is the day she passes away. Now, again, imagine the joy that she experienced with the resurrection of Christ. When our Lord Jesus Christ rose from the dead, when he appeared to her, surely all the apostles felt great joy and wonder and perplexment and amazement and even doubt when they saw the risen Christ. And he appeared to them for 40 days off and on, giving proofs of his resurrection. But she in a unique way, because she's not just a disciple, but she's his mother the one who gave birth to him, to see him there before her, and off and on only for 40 days, and then he ascends into heaven. The one who dedicated her entire life and every moment of her life to God.
continues to do so after the ascension and continues to wait to this moment. And so the hymns, they pick up on this paradox today. They say, in giving birth, you preserved your virginity. And in death, you did not abandon the world, O Theotokos. Another hymn calls it a deathless death. Instead of separation, there is union. Instead of darkness, there is light. It reminds us of the verse from the Akathist hymn that we say to the Mother of God during Lent. Rejoice, dawn of the mystic day. She sees the dawn of the mystic day. She does not encounter darkness at the gates, but light. She encounters her son. She is received by her son into that dawn of the mystic day, into the new day, the day of the resurrection, the day of the kingdom. And she does not forsake the world, but she continues to pray for us. She continues to be with us. Throughout the history of the church, she has appeared off and on, consoling people, delivering people by her prayers, helping people. I remember a story from World War II. Some Greek soldiers were there in a ravine as they were fighting against the Italian forces. There they were waiting for the attack and it was kind of foggy that morning and they couldn't see really well. And this random woman that should not have been there at all comes by and says, you guys need to move. There they are hunched down in their trench waiting for what's going to happen and they look at her, how can we move? What are you talking about? Why are you here? I'm telling you, you need to move. So they moved, and that area where they were soon after was shelled. All of them saved. They look back at that and they say, that must have been the Panagia. We have no other explanation for who that was. The love and the care that she has for us. She does not forsake the world. So even though today is the feast day of her dormition, her funeral, it's a day of great joy because we experience her presence with us. We experience her prayers for us even during this time of difficulty that the world continues to go through. She does not abandon the world. And this feast day is a sign of hope for all of us because what she experienced is given to us as a sign for what awaits all of us. For those who dedicate their lives to God, who live faithfully unto Christ, there awaits not darkness, but light. Not separation, but union. Not sorrow, but joy and life everlasting. Brothers and sisters, this is the good news that is given to us today 
and the feast day of the Dormition of Our Lady, the Theotokos, and ever-Virgin Mary. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.